0: What have we got here, a f- comedian? Mm-hmm. You little scumbag! I got your name. I got your ass. And this is uh, KFI handle here on a uh, Tuesday, and a uh, lot, lot to talk about. Just a real quick aside: uh, the, uh, James Comey is going to appear tomorrow with us. Originally, it was scheduled for seven o'clock, but there was a scheduling screw up on their side. They somehow calendared tomorrow instead of today and confirmed today. So he is going to be on Gary and Shannon this morning at 1030. Unless uh, they somehow confuse uh, uh, April with uh, or March with uh, December. Uh, We'll find out at 1030, won't we? All right. Uh, Brian suits tactical Tuesday. Brian heard uh, every Saturday, 10 to midnight here on KFI and uh, Sunday, 8 to 10. Uh, Brian, I want to go right into uh, the attack on Syria by the United States and France and England. And as uh, the world is making this huge deal and they took out three of these uh, centers, research centers, uh, storage uh, facilities of, of, of weapon, chemical weapon, I don't understand the big deal uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, no one bitches and moans about cluster bombs, barrel bombs, wiping out uh, Targeted hospitals, uh, taking out schools, uh, but this one crossed the line. Uh, you want to explain that, please?
1: Well, it, it, and we have to go back 100 years. You know, the aftermath of World War I was still very fresh in everyone's memory at the next uh, Geneva Convention. And so chemical weapons, which had a horrendous effect on, uh, on soldiers in World War I, including my own grandpa uh, and including Adolf Hitler— in World War II, there was never any serious consideration. Even as the Nazis were down to their last blocks of Berlin, no one ever seriously even considered using chemical weapons again. Uh, but but in the decades since, you know, we've kind of forgotten that there that there are some weapons are just flat out, uh, you know, uglier than others. And and uh, and that, and that's the thing I've been talking about this hypocrisy for seven years that Assad can do incendiary cluster bombs on an elementary school or a hospital for the express purpose of terrorizing the population and killing doctors. And people don't complain that much, but you you use gas and you cross the line. You know, that's just the way it is.
0: Yeah, but in terms of crossing the line, I mean, the uh, the Geneva Convention is not just one paragraph. I mean, it goes on for pages and pages. Where is the paragraph that says, you can't attack uh, buildings that have a big red cross on them uh, medical facilities you have to leave alone, according to the convention, as opposed to, boy, that's a nice target. They've already put the big X as a target
1: for us. Yeah, that's actually before chemical weapons in the Geneva Conventions. But it also, and this is, believe, believe it or not, the Russians use this loophole. It, hospitals have an obligation to mark themselves as hospitals, and the Syrian hospitals don't do that because the Russians use it as a uh, as a targeting mark. Um, and so the Russians, now they say, well, we didn't know anything was a hospital. It was a uh, collateral damage and we didn't target the hospital. They know what a hospital is. They, they they have people on the ground, but but they, so anyway, the people, the rebels in the hospital stopped marking themselves because the Russians were using those marks actually as targeting.
0: And in terms of uh, the fact that you've got three of these facilities that have been bombed, And I've been hearing uh, the pundits say uh, uh, Assad still has plenty of uh, chemical weapons uh, sort of around the building. Actually, all you need is one good storage shed, uh, and uh, you load it up with chemical weapons, and that's enough to take out 2,000, 3,000 people. So uh, in in reality, does this do anything? Because, oh, my God, look, we bombed. It was proportional, and we've degraded his ability uh, to deal with this. Your comment.
1: Well, also, that's the point of targeting, is what's my effect going to be? And we said strategically, the president said, and the Joint Chiefs said, okay, last year we didn't deter him from using them again. This time he has to suffer a real loss uh, and then he will be deterred. And, and it was so choreographed, you, you'll notice there were no Syrian casualties. There were no Russian casualties. But we did, in the span of 30 seconds, about 71 cruise missiles impacted simul- you know, virtually simultaneously on that research a manufacturing facility. And the intent is that Assad is so impressed and overwhelmed by the loss of the facility in the blink of an eye that he'll say, OK, it's not worth using, the, uh, using it again. Or he'll say, OK, we have to go underground a little deeper, because they knew that. They, they knew where that place was. So the we'll see. And that's the thing is, we can't see in a month. We have to see in six months. But in, in all likelihood, he, he's winning without the chemical weapons. And probably Putin has told him, you know what? That's more trouble than it's worth. You made me look pretty, uh, uh, pretty impotent. Um, and, and because the Russians didn't even uh, energize their radar, they they uh, they talked a big game about yeah, because to they had they had said they're going to they shoot down do the it.
0: missiles, and they said they would even shoot down armed aircraft, U.S. armed aircraft that were unloading the missiles.
1: Yeah, the 2B1s, which never entered Syrian airspace, of course, the U.S. Navy ships are 50 miles off of Syria uh, and the whole thing. And so in the end, the Russians don't like the way this makes them look because it obviously everything they're in it for them. They really don't care about their allies. But they allowed, you know, last Sunday or Sunday before last, they allowed a bunch of Iranians to die. Uh, and then this time they said they were going to defend Damascus. They did not. And so the, Putin doesn't like the way he comes off on this. And, and uh, so he's he, that really ultimately the effect is secondary. It's not just on Assad. It's on Putin. And, and it's also on North Korea. So Putin has learned not to look stupid. Uh,
0: and, uh, I, I'm, you know, one of the things uh, that being mentioned is that he learned a lesson. Assad now understands that we can quickly go in and we can decimate uh, whatever we want. Uh, he understands that we can obliterate the presidential palace in 12 seconds, uh, and is he genuinely afraid? Does he is? Is there any fear that this is
1: instilled? Uh, only his actions will answer that, and I I think he, you know discretion being the better part of valor. He's going to tell his military, yeah, okay, no more of these chemical weapons because it's sure they spent 200 million dollars. But they have the money to spend. I don't. I don't want to lose a, a palace or a facility. Let's just move on and let's kill those five-year-olds with cluster bombs like we were.
0: Yeah, and then uh, you can do that with impunity. Uh, and by the way, of course, it worked. They got Duma, uh,
1: the yeah, Russians. The ter- yeah, the the All terrorists, right. the the rebels, whatever. Uh, they they left. They they got on buses that Assad provided. And they got out of there.
0: Right. Crazy, isn't it? All right. Uh, here's what we're going to do. we going to come back and uh, talk about some inside baseball with the National Guard uh, that you have relative to going to the border and helping out uh, the Border Patrol. We're talking about California National Guard and plenty more to talk about. And right after the break, your chance to win $1,000. Uh, if you have- <laughs> Nicely done. If you need dental implants, call Cunning Dental. Keep that, by the way, for a promo, would you, John? If you need dental implants, call Cunning Dental for a free exam. Call eight eight eight. 640 smile KFI handle here it is a uh, Tuesday Uh, a whole lot going on as usual Uh, the two the big stories that we're covering Uh, Michael Cohen uh, his legal team and the connection with Sean Hannity Uh, Starbucks we did that story we'll continue uh, following up on that Black man not being able to use the bathroom in Torrance, and that's become a national story. And here's your chance to win some money.
1: Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's money to 200-200.
0: They notify the winner by calling them. You have to pick up that call. Joyce and Artesia did, and she is a thousand dollars richer. Your next chance to win next hour. All right. Uh back you go. Brian Suits with Tactical Tuesday. Uh Brian heard uh Sunday, Saturday and Sundays here. Uh had a lot of weird noise coming from your side, Brian. Uh the the connection. And uh, really? it's yeah, yeah. That's all right. It happens uh, from uh, ten to uh, midnight on Saturday, eight to ten on Sunday. All right. Uh, big story about the National Guard, uh, California National Guard. Uh, there, it was. Uh, the governor was equivocal about whether to send, whether to not send pursuant to Donald Trump's request, and uh, he said okay, but I'm not going to do what you want me to do. And then, but I thought he was going to do, and he provided, and I, I have no idea. Of what uh, the National Guard is is not doing. Is it helping with the border patrol specifically? And then you have some inside baseball regarding the National Guard, anyway.
1: Uh, and remember, Trump tweeted out a thank you, and he called him Jerry. He didn't even say Governor Brown. He said Jerry. Jerry's a good man. When uh, when when Brown on Thursday uh, released that statement saying, "Well, okay, after long discussion, we're going to go ahead and uh, you know provide 400." California Army Guard guys to the mission, but we won't be rounding up women and children or building walls, which, by the way, never was the mission. Uh, we won't be enforcing federal immigration law, which constitutionally the military can't do anyway. So he had a bunch of straw men. Uh, and so, but Trump thought, well, I, he's, he's given in, though. You know, he'll do this. Well, as it turns out, here's the little trick that Jerry Brown is playing. Uh, California has a, a several decades old counter drug program and it's statewide and the state is divided up into a whole bunch of different regions. Uh, There's Northwest, Northeast, Modoc County and all that, et cetera, right? So what he's done is he's called up uh, 400 California Army Guard troops, but they've distributed them evenly throughout the state. So the intent of putting guard people on the border specifically to assist Border Patrol by driving detainees or manding detention centers, Brown is is going to go ahead and take the federal money and he's going to uh, he's he's going to specifically not fulfill that mission. And he can he can do that legally, correct? Well, he can until the Pentagon federalizes those troops. You know, he can think he can. He he's uh, you know, for for the Pentagon and for presidential authority, when they talk to a governor, they basically say, look, we can do it easy or we can do it real easy and easy is you just fulfill the mission that we're asking Real easy is the Pentagon sends a far different kind of letter to Sacramento uh, saying you're going to want to read the fine print. Those are now federal troops okay. um, and, and they can do that. And if th- this guy's tweet, Trump's nose and when Trump finally realizes it, when someone explains to him what's happened, he's not going to be real happy. All right. One real
0: quick one uh, before we bail out of here, and that is uh, this is the cyber war uh, between Russia and effectively the Western world. And we keep hearing uh, from the experts, uh, we have to be careful. Uh, the next war is going to be a cyber war. We have to be prepared for the next cyber war.
1: Aren't we there right now? Uh, we're, there's low-level conflict happening between Russia and, and Ukraine. Russia turns off Ukrainian uh, you know, infrastructure and electrical grid and utilities all the time. They're practicing for SoCal Edison. You know, They're practicing for Con Ed right. in New York. So that's
0: what they mean by war. We're talking about shutting down infrastructure, but the stuff that they're doing now—get uh, stealing emails, getting involved uh, uh, with companies, etc.—that's as far as the Pentagon and authorities are concerned. That's not really war. Are those just skirmishes?
1: That's yeah, that's spying. You know, that's espionage, industrial espionage. We spy on Airbus, and Russia spies on Lockheed. Uh, you know, uh, um, that's what that is. But that's a precursor. That's laying the groundwork for a future conflict. So you're not unprepared, but we'll be, if we're ever at war with Russia or China, we won't know it for a week, but we will notice that the power is dimming down or the dams uh, aren't working or uh, the the blue line is getting shut down, things like that. And no one will put it together that it's actually a concerted campaign.
0: And they have the technology to do that right now if they want, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah they have. Yeah, they've demonstrated that uh, uh, intentionally and unintentionally. All right. And uh, the U.S. government doesn't like talking about that because most people like you and me would say all that money and and you can't do anything about this crap.
0: Right. Crazy.
1: All right, Brian,
0: thank you greatly. You want, want to hear me cough again? Oh, please. It was just it was tremendous. Uh, believe me, that's a promo that's going to be on KFI for the rest of our lives. You know that, don't you? Excellent. Yes. Yep, I, had a, I had a snail darter in my throat. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's very funny.